Girl, I don't go seeking with your heartbeat Cause you take the bullet trying to save me Then I'm left to do what make you be And there's a whole lot of love you trying to waste it Like we be ah. running them out and never ah. make it That's just a way ah. for words, don't wanna ah. taste it That's just a way ah. for words, don't wanna ah. face it Say what? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. Listen, I don't own the rights to that song, but LMA Trip um, was my song of the week because I've been blasting that boy all week. That has been literally my song of choice all week. Like, ugh. Why does she do this to me every time? Every time. But listen, what's going on? How's everybody? How's your week been? How was your week? My Listen, my week, my week was amazing. Um, had two job interviews this past week and your boy is employed. Hallelujah. 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 Your boy is employed. I'm so excited. I got one of the jobs. I actually got both jobs. Um, but so let me tell you, let me let me let me let me break out let me break it down for y'all. So basically, um I had a I had two job interviews and they were kinda in the same department, right? And um both office assistant positions, and I was like, you know what, Lord, I don't want to go back into food service. And I'm like, I just, I just, I just can't, you know, like I, I've been in full service since like the age of what, 18, 17, damn near. And I'm like, I, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Please, like, don't put that on me again. And I'm sitting there and go to one job interview on Wednesday. And I didn't think it was going to be that great. You know, like the interview for me was a little, eh. but then the second interview was a lot better for me. I felt like a lot, you know, that I actually got the job. Um, but both interviews were great. And the crazy thing is the lady from the second interview hit me up and was like, well, I heard through the grapevine that you already working for our department. You already got offered a job. Now the gag was I didn't get an offer yet. So I'm sitting, I didn't get an offer from my last, you know, from the last interview. Right. So I'm sitting there like, what? I'm sorry, what? Excuse me? What do you say? Um, I said, Ms. Leslie, um, I want to jump up for joy right now. I want to say yes. Um, I got the offer, but I didn't get an offer yet. And she was like, oh, I think it was forthcoming. Lord and behold, they sent me the offer email um, at 4 o'clock on Friday. So your boy got a job. I got a job. And it's a great job. So I'm excited. Um, to be a part of the College of Health Professions. So 
Really, really excited to start this new journey. You know, school is about to start back and shit, you know, getting stuff ready for that, planning some things around, you know, September and October. Listen, I'm trying to make some big money moves here. You understand what I'm saying? Trying, you know, just try. But listen, we have a show for you today. Do you hear me? We have a show because... um. Every time, I, I I literally say this every time, every time I really think like every week can't get any like funnier or worse or better or something like it just can't, it, it, <laughs> y'all never surprise me. There's always something, you know what I'm saying? To literally talk about it. I kid you not. And it's so funny. So first half of the show, we're going to be talking about all types of shit. We're going to be talking about um, new music. Um, of course, we're going to be talking about Aretha. We're going to recap last week. Um, I cut my beard, you know, so my beard is gone. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about Tiana. We're going to talk about, uh, yeah, Tiana and Jeremiah. We're going to talk about Raymond Noodles, okay? We're going to talk about some Raymond. And, uh, yeah, my biggest loser of the week this week is Terry Wayne King. I will let you guys know about him in just a bit. Um, but my MVP of the week, good God almighty, is Miss Angela Bassett. Lord have mercy. Father God. Mm, mm, mm. Father, just whoo, cover me in your spirit. Lord Jesus, cover me in your spirit and your thoughts because my thoughts right now, Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Lord have mercy. She had on that bikini on her Instagram. Mm. Jesus, Father. She looked, mm, mm, mm. She looked like a scoop. Of like double chocolate ice cream with chocolate chips and chocolate like, you know, chocolate chips and chocolate drizzle on it. And you was just looking. And it just looked so good. Like, it just looked like it was rich. Like, if you just tasted it, you just, you fall to your knees. Like, oh, 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 God, Lord, help me. But in (laughs) any, I can't. But in, um. For the second half of the show, we're going to be talking about um, social media and relationships. Why are we allowing social media to run our relationships? Because here's the thing. I'm tired of everybody sitting here. And and, I've, and I think I've had a show about this, but I think I need to reiterate a lot of things. Um, I don't get the fact that we sit here and we literally watch social media to determine our relationships. And I'm not even talking about, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, your situationships or what the fuck ever y'all call them. I'm also talking about friendships. I'm talking about acquaintanceship. I'm talking about even associates. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's ridiculous. So let's get into the first half of the show. So let's recap last week. So, you know, last week we had my boy Leon on the show. Shout out to Lay. Um, and we actually, hey, Leon, we did numbers, bro. We did numbers. In my eyes, we did numbers. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that listened to last week's episode. Shout out to everybody that listens. You know what I'm saying? Just shout out. But we talked about toxic masculinity and um, the the lack of support in uh, the black male community um, to black men. Like, black men don't support other black men. Excuse me. As much as we need to. Right? Excuse me. Good God. So, um, I did a poll, of course, you know, I always do a poll, try, or at least try to do a poll, and I did a poll, and, um, the poll was interesting. I didn't think that 
you guys were going to answer like this. So I put it on my Instagram and I said, is there a lack of black male support inside the black male community? 78% of you said yes. 22% of you said no. Now, I appreciate everybody that voted. Um, But the two people that said no, I I really want to know why you say no. Um, I think that, I think that is, I think that's a big thing for me because I want to hear the no's, right? I also, you know, I want to hear the yeses, of course, but I want to hear the no's. The no's intrigue me because I don't understand, um, and maybe you can help me understand because I don't get it because we as black men don't really support other black men as much as we need to, like I said last week. And it's a problem because there's not a lot of black women that support us, but the black women that do support us is higher than the black men that actually support black men. That's all I'm saying. And it's it's a problem. We need to break that barrier. And we need to stop acting like, you know, being hard and not showing your emotions and all of that is the 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 basic form of masculinity. Is that what that's what you need to be? That's what you have to be and that's what you are. You know what I'm saying? And I think we as men, as black men per se, we need to sit here and be okay with not masking our feelings and not masking ourselves. You know what I'm saying? But that I, I think that just is a universal theme for everybody. I think everybody needs to stop masking so much. I, I know the world makes it seem like it's very untrustworthy, and it is. You're right. I'll give you that. But at the same time, I know some people have those people in your corners that are trying to at least open the floodgates for you and try to allow you to express your emotions, but you're scared because you never had nothing any or anything like that. So I would say more so embrace that. Embrace um, embrace the, 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 the nuances of just having the ability to feel, the ability to cry, the ability to have emotion. You know what I'm saying? Because we do. Black men, we have emotion. So I appreciate everybody that voted. Like I said, I appreciate Lay for coming on um, last week. We did numbers. Grateful for you. All right. So let's get into it because we got a show, bro. Listen, $98,000 of Raymond noodles were stolen um, from a store. You didn't You didn't know I, I said that right. So ninety, <laughs> nearly $100,000 of ramen noodles or Raymond however y'all say it I I grew up in the hood I say ramen I don't I I call it ramen um people say Raymond they try to correct me I don't care ramen Raymond you know whoever it is they got stole period and uh bruh a hundred thousand dollars of ramen first of all that's a lot of ramen ramen period that's a lot of ramen do you hear me that is a lot of ramen do you like y'all don't understand that a hundred listen you can get four packs for a dollar so if you deep a hundred thousand dollars worth like you're like that's that's equivalent to about a million packs damn near two million packs of fucking uh what ramen noodles yes that's like two that's like damn near four million packs what do you need all them packs for First of all, I don't eat ramen anymore because I ate it so much when I worked at Cedar Point that it was, <sighs> listen, they had no stoves, no microwaves. Like we had to bring all of our, like if you thought living on the dorms was some shit, 
At least we had stoves and shit. The dorms at Cedar Point had nothing. They literally had, it was like the ghetto and you literally sit, like literally like the hood. Like you go out at your apartment and they got the nice old school grill where you got to put the, it's like the square grill. Y'all know what grill I'm talking about. The square grill and it's like planted in the ground. Uh-huh. And you know, you got to clean out the, you got to clean out the grill and put the uh, little tray in there and make sure you put some aluminum foil. Look, y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't play with me. Y'all know some of the apartments come with the grills already, them old school grills already. Don't play with me. So they had, <laughs> they had those and I hated it. It was just, no. And ramen was like our go-to for eating. Like we always either had ramen, cup, um, cup Velveeta uh, mac and cheese, uh, pizza rolls. Um, good God, what else? Uh, I would have like baked with banquet chicken fried chicken because I, I couldn't fry chicken so i was like i have to get an alternative but that that whole experience steered me off of frozen foods like uh marie calendar like do you know how much i loved marie calendars back in the day like my grandma would uh put one in and it was the meatballs and the alfredo and it was so good and i was like damn this is some good ass shit but when I got older and ate it so much, it was just like, oh no, this is too much sodium. I'm gonna die. I can't have that. So I was in there like, no, we we just we just can't do that. So whoever stole damn near a hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen, your ass need to get slapped. Like that's just that's a lot. First of all, where? Where who has a hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen to steal? You're gonna have to go to Sam's Club. Like that, that like you, you had to, you had to go to Sam's Club. Like that is ridiculous. Like you had to go to Sam's Club because that is ridiculous. You had to have to go to Costco, Sam's Club because you can't go to Aldi. I know Aldi ain't got a hundred thousand dollars worth of damn uh, ramen. I know for a fact, Family Dollar, Dollar General don't have a hundred thousand dollars worth of anything in their store. So who did you go to? I definitely know the the uh, the corner store don't got it. I definitely know the liquor store. Even though they do sell them sometimes, they'll put like you know they'll put the flavors out. Like you must have stole at least at least at least a million of every bag. Had to, had to, because that's a lot of ramen. That is ridiculous. <laughs> like what are you gonna do with all? Are you gonna make like a big ass ramen pot? If when we see it on the shade room. Somebody make a big ass shrimp ramen pot of noodles and shit. We know who stole it. Period. <laughs> I can't. So we lost a um, we lost a queen this week, man. We 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 lost an angel, um, an activist, a hell of a performer. Miss um, Aretha Franklin has rest is now resting in power. Um, she passed away. She was, uh, gravely ill as, uh, as reported by other news outlets. She was gravely ill and she was around family. And, um, I just know for me, I've, I've definitely grown up listening to her music. I grew up, it, it was, it was more so a seventies household for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, Temptations, OJs, uh, Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle, um, who else? Uh, shit. I'm trying to think. Gladys Knight and the Pips. Um, that's that's and that and that's literally what 
my auntie and my grandma will play around the house, you know. Um they'll pfft, to they'll play they they had a lot um a lot of old school like Nat King Cole and um I was like, Y'all got Nat King Cole? You have an album from him? I said, Good God almighty. And I you know, it was just that type of music. So I grew up on um soul music, you know what I'm saying? Real R and B soul music and Aretha Franklin was no no joke, you know. Um and it's just sad, you know, it's it's just sad. But what I will say is that baby, she threw some shade. Cause I know y'all seen the video. I know it's been that video circle around of Aretha's old uh, an, uh, an old interview with Aretha. And the interviewer was asking. So I'm gonna, he was like, so I'ma just throw out some names. <laughs> and you tell me what you think. And he, and he was like Adele, and she was like, "Hmm, great singer, great, um, great performer." And I was like, "Okay, okay, Adele." He she, he said Alicia Keys. She said, "Hmm, a uh, great performer, great writer, great pro- uh, produce." Well, not great. She was like, "Great performer, writer, producer." <laughs> and then she got to Taylor Swift. She was like, "Hmm, okay, well, um." gowns nice gowns i said i died i died guys i was like wait a minute wait 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 then wait a minute then she then he went Nicki minaj right he went well first he went whitney he was he was like whitney Houston. she was like um a gift you know can't get that back a, a, a true gift um and uh he then said Nicki minaj and she said Hmm, Nicki Minaj. Well, I'm going to pass on that one. I said, oh, uh-oh. Well, I, listen. Hey, Aretha had beef with Patty back in the day. You feel me? And uh, one thing I know is that old folks, they don't, they don't play. They will tell you what it is, how it is, how they feel, don't care how you feel, and that's what it is. That's what it is. Like that, I love the raw intensity and raw the rawness of the older generation. I think the problem is y'all just think y'all right all the time. Love you, but you you got to stop thinking that you're right all the time. But rest in peace to Aretha. Rest in power to the queen of soul, to the queen herself, Miss Aretha Franklin. I really, really, really. I think her funeral, her memorial service, will be in Detroit. Um, so I know Detroit will show up and show out. Detroit, y'all better show. Listen, 313, my city, show out for Aretha. You know, all these like Memphis, um, other cities around the country have been showing out. We better show. I personally cannot be there, but y'all better show up and show out for the queen, period, period. Because she was a gem. She was she was one of the gifts that we can't get back. And somebody had a meme up that said, "The king, the queen, the prince, and the princess are now gone." So basically, Michael is gone, Aretha's gone, Prince is gone, and Whitney's gone. You know what I'm saying? Like all of those. And if you think about it, that's a great catalog of music. You know, all four of them, and they were just they were at at the they were just at a high level, you know what I'm saying? If you could put a Mount Rushmore up there, I would I would make an argument that it would be those four. You know what I'm saying? I, I could make the argument that it could be those four. But um 
yeah, just rest in peace to Aretha Franklin, man. We you would definitely, definitely be missed. Now, let me um because I was gonna do a little cutting today. Um, not so much shade throwing, but cutting. Just a little bit. So to all my churchy folks, um, this is this is a PSA for you. I'm doing two PSAs. Um, PSA number one, to all my churchy folks, and you know who you are, because I have some people that listen that are very churchy. Um, when people are grieving, I need you not to tell them, quote, pray about it, unquote. Okay? Like, when you tell somebody, when somebody is in a grieving process, when they have lost a family member who is dear to their heart, somebody like a mother or a father or a sister or a brother, or anybody, period, somebody that is close to them, do not sit here and tell them to pray about it. Or when they are in a mental state of, of, of anger and frustration and sadness and mad at God, do not sit here and tell them, quote, that's the devil, unquote. Because then that is, that's exactly why churchy folk will always go to churchy folk for advice. You understand what I'm saying? I can't do that, period. And for me, it's like I can't tell I can't tell my friends who are grieving because I have a lot of spiritual friends. We are very spiritual, um, religious, eh. but to a, to a fault, we have we were found we our foundation is based on religion. But however, we are we grew up in a more spiritual form. So I'm not going to tell my friends who are grieving to pray about it. If they come to me letting out their frustrations, their angers, their um, all of their burdens to me, if they lay it out to me, I'm, I can't sit there. I, I can't sit there and just tell them to go pray about it or whatever you feeling. You know, you're mad at God or anything. Oh, that, well, that's the devil. You can. First of all, do we not understand that God is our father? I think people don't actually take that literally. I think you don't actually take that. Let me say that again. I don't think you actually take it literally. God is our father. We pray to him. We talk to him. And he is li- he literally, let me break it down in uh, micro- microscopic terms for you. He literally is like, the father you never seen but always had and he's always been there the thing is we we don't see it like that we we don't see god as like that we just see him as a spiritual being right i look at him personally as my dad as my as as a father to me period so if i get mad at my dad he's going to know excuse me so when we sit here and we tell people, oh, and when they and when and when people who sit here and tell churchy folk, okay, these are my burdens, these are these are the way I, you know, this is what I'm feeling, it's never just let me hear what you have to say. It's always a pray about it. Or if their mind is not in the right space or the right frame of mind right now, it's always, okay, that's the devil. You need to get back into your worship. You need to jump, 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 jump back in. Shut up and sit down. Let me say that again. Shut up and sit down and let them grieve. Let them grieve. Okay? 
I have no problem with the church. Have not a problem with it. But I have a problem with churchy folk doing that to people who are very, very spiritual and very, very into um, just in, very spiritual and very into the word of God, but not understanding that they are human as well. You're not understanding that they're human. They have feelings. They have emotions. And sometimes praying about it is not what they want to do right now. Sometimes they need to be angry and that's okay. Sometimes they want to sit here and cuss God out and that's okay. You cuss your own father out. Am I not correct? Mm. Hold on. What? Uh, you, you, you cuss your own father out. Am I not correct? The, what? You're sitting here telling me that you want me to pray about it or that that's the devil in me when I sit here and talk crazy about how mad I am at God. You know how many times when my dad passed, that was the first time I got angry at God because he took my dad away. I couldn't see my dad for years in in any way, right? I couldn't see him like that anyway. I could only go see him down there only on the summer. So when he passed at the age of 12, for me, it was like, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? And it's okay to be angry at God. The thing is, churchy folk need to stop sitting here and acting like, one, you know it all. Two, that you just need to pray about it. Stop telling people to pray about it. Pray about it. They don't want to pray about it right now. They want to be angry and they have every right to do so. So in if so, in a sense, to my all my churchy folk, let people grieve the way they grieve. Okay? And when they come back to the church, let them come back to the church on their own time. Stop the fucking pressure. Okay? The pressure is too much. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because when they snap on your ass, then you're going to be like, oh my God, that's the devil. No, that's just your ass being very, very tedious and pressuring somebody into something they don't want to do right now. When they want, when God wants them to worship, they will worship. You ain't God. So sit your ass down. You hear what I'm saying? Like I said, you can be mad at your father. A lot of you are. The churchy folks. A lot of you are not even mended some of y'all relationships with your own fathers and have the nerve to sit here and tell somebody else, oh, you pray about it. Have you prayed about it? Fuck you mean? Like, what is you talking about? Have you? Listen, all I'm saying is when it comes to people grieving and when they come to you with their burdens, allow them to be an ear and stop trying to be God. You understand? Stop trying. Stop thinking that God is speaking through you and allow God to actually speak through you. If you don't understand that certain situation that they're in, know this and say, you know what? I can't relate, but I don't want to tell you it's going to be okay. but it's going to be okay in the future. You're going to hurt right now. You're going to grieve and I want you to grieve. Grieve how you want to grieve and come back when you come. Do you understand how great that would feel? To a person, just saying that to a person. But no, you tell people to pray about it. You tell people, oh, that's the devil. Don't let it. Seriously, 
Shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm, it, get, it, it gets me upset because I don't like that. And some, of my, and some of my friends are right now in the grieving process of losing people. And, 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 and the fact that they come and tell me that they, churchy folk just sit here and say, oh, just pray about it. And y'all so naggy and naggy and trying to get them back into worship. Can you let them grieve? And when God wants them to worship again, they will. Okay. When he pushes them back into it, he will. You are not God. You need to sit down and shut up. Okay. Thank you. Now, second PSA. To all my entrepreneurs, um, especially my black and brown entrepreneurs, um, here's, here's another PSA for you. The CP time type shit needs to go. Okay. Um, this color people time type shit needs to stop. I went to an event this past week and pretty much got there 15 minutes early. Um, beautiful event. Uh, started at 6.30. And I left at 7 because people were trickling in at 7 o'clock. And I believe it probably didn't get started till about 7, 7.15. It was a fashion show. And the uh, the decorations was nice. Um, everything looked beautiful. The, 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 um, from what I seen, the the uh, the pieces, the fashion pieces, the um, the art, the um, the styling, everything just looked great. However, we need to be on punctuality. Do you understand what I'm saying? Especially if it's a fashion show, but for anything, I'm trying to pra- I'm trying to repractice being punctual. You understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to repractice being on time, and what that means is being on time is being early. You understand what I'm saying? And uh, actually, here's here's one. Early is being on time. Being on time is late. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I don't like that we sit here are and that we are in such a CP time mentality. And it's really getting on my fucking nerves. I will leave your event if it does not start on time. I'm I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. Especially if you are your second, third annual, fourth annual, fifth annual, sixth annual, whatever type of annual, your time needs to be the first thing that needs to happen. If you say something starts at 6.30, it needs, if you say something starts at 7, registration needs to be at 6.15, the doors close at 7 and nobody else can get in. So, like... People need, we need to stop, get, we need to get out of this CP time mentality. People need to stop being late. You understand what I'm saying? And trying to make an entrance and trying to, trying to be image based. You understand what I'm saying? I, that's, listen, that's why I don't fuck with Grand Rapids like this. It's a very image based city and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not here for it. Um, but yeah, y'all need to stop being a lot image based and start doing it. Stop sitting here doing a lot of CP time. Hello. Like, this is ridiculous. And this is, for me, that's why I don't go to a lot of events, period. I go to events that actually start on time. And the events that start on time, I give it so much love. You understand what I'm saying? Shout out to Blend. Right? Like, always on time. 
always on time. Probably like 15 minutes beforehand, registration table on the dot, like literally. Love them. I can't. We need to start being on time, people. That means the people that actually trickle in, I don't care if you're trying to get your hair together, you're trying to look, you should have did the shit before, the day before, or, you know, two hours later. Oh, I'm going to be a little late. That's fine. The door's going to be closed. You're going to be watching outside. No, no. You should be here. Your fault. Don't come. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is, and, it's, and this sounds harsh as hell, but we need harsh. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm talking to myself as well. We need harsh. We need to be on time. We need to change up the game. We need to start being punctual. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, we need to start doing that. We need to get on it. Like today, like yesterday, like it, it, it's just way too much. You understand what I'm saying? So, good God Almighty, Lord have mercy. But those are my two PSAs. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm done. Um, but I cut off my beard, guys. I'm a I'm a baby face now. You understand what I'm saying? I love babies. I love I love being a baby face. Love it. Love it. Love it. So let's talk to Yana Taylor real quick. Y'all know I love me some TC. Um, Tiana Taylor uh, was basically off of her tour. And, um, well, no, she's on her tour. I'm sorry. She was on her tour with Jeremiah. And I guess there was an, allegedly, Jeremiah was being a queen. And um, Tiana Taylor wasn't having it. So, (laughs) That's that's basically how I looked at it. She basically said this nigga was being a queen. And at this point, she was like, I can't. How you going to be more queen than me? <laughs> I can't deal. But she, basically, um, she, uh, she got off Jeremiah's tour. And I don't know if she, I, 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 I don't know. And I hope she didn't think like getting off his tour would jeopardize her tour you know what i'm saying how she and how her fans were going to come out because for me i'm a big tiana taylor fan and i know she was in detroit this past weekend and i hated not going because i love her and um i seen a video of her fans just literally coming out and supporting her tiana tiana and she was you know she was literally just in tears and crying and i just want to say to you t um i don't know you may not hear this or something like that but you are amazing performer like you shut shit down like that and this is no disrespect to jeremiah but honestly i'm coming to see you i'm not coming to see jeremiah right now you know what i'm saying and um it's just amazing how much you are a performer singer dance like everything you do everything and it's amazing mother wife you know, dancer, entrepreneur, singer, songwriter, uh, all of the above. And, you know, we're going to come out and show love for you, baby. You know what I'm saying? We're going to come out and show love, period. You know, and um, you getting off, Jer- you and Jeremiah splitting up and y'all not going on tour no more was not going to stop us from not coming to see you. Because honestly, no, like I said, no shade to Jeremiah. We didn't, probably most of them didn't come to see Jeremiah. Jeremiah got some hits. And Jeremiah got some hits. I got him on my phone. <laughs> Jeremiah got some hits, but I came to see you, baby. I came to see you do a two-hour show or hour show, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Tiana, man. 
don't don't let this um don't let them you know get you down but going back let me let me jump back to aretha real quick so i forgot to, to tell y'all that fox news is on some bullshit fox news should low-key get biggest loser of the week too but honestly you know what they might they might be on the biggest loser list too because fox news tried it fox news is so fucking white fox let me say that again fox news is so fucking white it is so fucking white that it's ridiculous. How do you mix up Aretha and Patty? Like you literally have, and it's not even like they literally had this 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 picture. And I mean, this is not even a. I mean, they just took a picture and put it up there of Aretha. And I mean, I was just like, that's the that's the best picture you could you could find. Like like this is what you think. You understand what I'm saying? Like she just you know. It was it was an older Aretha, and you know they didn't get her looking be- like looking beautiful now, losing all her weight and everything like that. Like they got her, you know, in this dress and this. I'm like, really? And then had the nerve, the obliviated gall, to have Patty in the background. And I said, hold up, wait a minute. I mean, social media tore Fox apart. Do you hear me? I mean. At- I mean, when I tell you from every celebrity, damn near tore Fox a new one. Because how dare you disrespect Aretha Franklin like that? How First of all, how dare you disrespect those two women like that? First of all, because you don't know the, the difference between... You, you could Google. the You could Google Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle. And ain't damn near no picture about to come up. Aretha looking like Patty and Patty looking like Aretha. Y'all on some bullshit. And I kid you not, boy, y'all tried it. Y'all really, really fucking tried it. And you thought that it was just going to go to your little white audiences and shit. You better stop. You better stop, Fox, because we will come up there and act a total fool. You hear what I'm saying? We will act a total fool. You tried it. Because y'all got y'all had Patty in the back looking like the eulogy and shit, like she's singing to. I said no, you didn't. Because Aretha needs to. If you still watch Fox News, we're no longer friends. Just letting you know that I'm dead ass serious. If you watch Fox News, we are no longer friends. Period. Just wanted to let y'all know that. So Fox News, you are absolutely getting another biggest L of the week this week as well. Um, boo the fuck out of them. Fucked up. Um, so let's talk about. <laughs> so we shift a little bit. So what would you do if you won the lottery, right? What would you do if you won the lottery and you know you're like you got it? Would you keep your job? You know, like would you? I don't. I don't know if I would. I think I would, depending on how much money I made. But in this sense, a woman shit on her boss on her boss's desk after she won the lottery, basically, and said, "Bitch, this is my two weeks." <laughs> She was like, listen, this is the two weeks I'm putting in. She literally shit it on my man's desk and left. I was like, bruh, cook, <laughs> drop a bomb for her ass. You hear me? Because that's how you leave a job. Dude, drop another one for her ass. Because that is how you leave a job. Do you hear me? That is literally how you leave a job. You shit on your boss's desk 
after all the shit he done put you through, after he done gave you looks, after he done, he or she done gave you looks and shit, you know, they don't like you, they be making you do all they work, and they just sitting in their office not doing shit, and you won the lottery, and you now probably making way, way more than him, and you looking like, yeah, nigga, fuck you, <laughs> I was shitting on your desk and I'm leaving. Period. So I'm gonna drop another bomb for that lady. Shout out to her. Um, so like I said, Angela Bassett is my um my MVP of the week. Good God. Um, and then Terry Wayne King is the act- is one of the biggest losers of the week. And if you don't know who Terry Wayne King is, Terry Wayne King um is a white male who decided to beat the shit. And no, quote me, beat the shit out of a 12 year old black girl to the point. I think it was to the point where, give me one second. I think it's to the point where she like either had some, like he beat her ass bad. And it's just like, bro, for what? And they were talking in the video Hold on, I think I actually have the video. I'm gonna let I'm gonna play the video really quick. Let's see. Yep, here we go. 35-year-old Terry Wayne King is in jail in Oklahoma City, charged with injury to a child. It was King, police believe, who was seen on surveillance cameras leaving the scene of the attack in April. The victim's father said his daughter's attacker was standing next to a car as she walked to the bus that morning, and he asked the 12-year-old for help. He touched my, uh, my daughter on the arm, he forced her down, and he touched on the neck, and he killed her. Police. So, basically, girl, he beat, her, he beat her so bad that she needed a heart transplant. He beat her so bad that she needed a heart transplant. Like, that... <sighs> Sorry. Lord have mercy. Like, that is... That just... How? How do you, how, and to say that this hasn't been the first time, because it did say that, it hasn't, this hasn't been the first time, his incident, it's just ridiculous. Um, we, but y'all still have these type of people on the street, these type of white motherfuckers on the street who are literally destroying society and y'all don't care, of course. Of course. But you know what? We're going to take a five-minute break, <laughs> and then we're going to come back with the Opinionated Topic of the Week, of course. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, and we will be back in five. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? We are back. We are back with the Opinionated Brother Podcast, episode 45. The Opinionated Topic of the Week. Yes, let us talk and let us begin. Listen, we are talking social media and relationships and why... In this, in our generation nowadays, we decide to um, why do we decide to sit here and allow social media to consume our relationships, our friendships? Now, let me let me let me read from a post that I I posted on my. What, Instagram? Was it Instagram? I believe it was Instagram. Um, here we go. It says, cherish your true friends because something about the ability to follow and unfollow and block people with the click of a button has made people and relationships even more disposable than ever. Now, listen, I believe in that statement. I believe that social media has allowed us to 
dispose of the word friend and the true meaning of relationship. Um, I don't get, I never, I never really got the whole relationship goals type shit. I never, I never really understood where those came from. I never understood why people wanted to be them. I never understood why so many people look at the outside view of people's relationship and, um, you know, you look at the outside and you think that it's all happy, glory, and pancakes, and you don't understand that a relationship actually takes work. Well, social media has brought it to our attention that really you don't need work. All you need is a picture that says relationship goes and us just kissing or me holding your ass or us playing games. Um, you know, you and me playing the video game and you sitting on my lap or, you know, us chilling and watching movies, Netflix and chilling or, you know, the, the social norms that we have grown so accustomed to, you know what I'm saying? Like those type of things. But I think in, in now we've taken these social norms and really embedded them into how we make relationships and friendships and acquaintances and associates. And it's ridiculous. It's kind. It's kind of scary. It's really kind of scary. Um, the fact of the matter is, social media is not here to cure your relationships, nor is it here to um, help your relationships. I think in 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 so many ways, I think social media is really shit. Excuse me, is a downplay to your relationship. I think when this is this is where I think trust in a relationship really went down when it came to social media. Um, remember when iPhones started, remember when iPhones got the read receipts? When we got the read receipts and the bubble, um, the, uh, the, the, the little bubble when, you know, when somebody's texting you back. When we started to get those and social media started to, acqu- started to acquire that type of method, Right. Because if you look on a lot of social media platforms now, you see that Instagram has it to where you can DM somebody and you can see them. You know, they you, you, you see it at the bottom. And they say seen, you know, you sent you you seen it, but you don't respond. But if you are responding, you see typing or with it when it comes to Facebook Messenger, you're messaging somebody and that you can tell when they seen it and they'll have a little bubble coming up. So that in itself made trust issues for our generation programmed in our mind to not really trust anybody, right? So in that sense, social media doesn't help you there because it it, it allows you to now put up even more walls of discomfort, of non-trusting, of just sitting here thinking that the everybody is not here to be, you know, trying to get to know you, but just trying to see you. And what I mean by that is just trying to see you um, on on social media. And I, 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 I put out something on Facebook and I told people, I said, I think your social media hearts get broken too easy. Um, we, we have put some, because social media has given us the ability to, feel in a virtual reality, right? Um, 
trying to allow us to have a feeling and emotion. You know what I'm saying? Because we 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 put too much into um, uh, a lot of our communication now. We put too much of our communication into social media. We never sit. We are never the type of generation right now to sit here and try to have interpersonality or interpersonal communication, which is basically face to face interaction. And with the rise of social media. It has blocked that. It has literally consumed interperson, uh, interpersonality and interpersonal communication and face-to-face interaction and put us with FaceTime. We can now see you on FaceTime or we can I can video chat you on Facebook Messenger or I can video chat you on Instagram or Snapchat or, you know what I'm saying, things of that nature. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. However, I don't think that's a great thing for relationships because how, how many, how many, how many women slash men go through their partner's phones? I'll wait. I will wait. Right? Because I know, for, I know a lot of y'all about to scream at your phone like, I don't, I don't. And the, and the people that's sitting there doing that right now, you know you do. I know a lot of people who sit here and are, who sit here and go through your partner's phone. You go through your partner's phone because you're looking for something. You understand what I'm saying? You're looking for a problem. You want to go on their Twitter and see if they're acting up. You want to go. First of all, why are you in a position in a relationship in a situation where you have to do that. You understand what I'm saying? Why are you even in that position? Because I'm not going to make you feel as though you need... I'm going to put everything out on the table. You understand what I'm saying? I don't mind sitting here giving you my password. I don't mind you sitting here going through my phone. But don't sit here and try to look for something that you're probably not going to find. But however, it's always crazy because a lot of people sit here and they tell me, Ty, I looked in his phone or I looked at her phone and I found, I say, stop, stop right there. You found what you didn't want to find, but you wanted to find it in the same sense. You understand what I'm saying? You don't, people that go through phones already are untrustworthy. I'm sorry, period. The fact that you have to go through somebody's phone, right, means that your relationship off bands doesn't have the necessary trust um, qualities and atoms <laughs> to actually connect with each other. You understand? To actually make a neutral. No, I'm just playing. But, but seriously, um, y- y'all are not having the, 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 the actual trust that's there does not sit here and it's not forming in a in a in a healthy and positive way. You're sitting here looking through his or her phone, trying to find something, acting like you're just sitting there like, oh, I found something. No, you wanted to find something. And the fact that you wanted to find something means that you're untrustworthy. And going back to the person who is who possibly does have something in his or her phone, that's untrustworthy. Why are we sneaking? Why are we constantly in the DMs trying to cheat? Why are we constantly in somebody's DMs just trying to hit them up? See, there's a problem because if you if you're in a relationship and you're liking somebody's picture, it's a problem. If you're like social, do you, listen. I'm not on nobody's side, but I'm trying to let you know that social media kills your relationship. It is not a it is not a benefactor 
to you. It is a harmful drug to you. You understand what I'm saying? Like it is not it is not something that can enhance you. You understand what I'm saying? If you let it, if you if you let it, it will destroy your relationship. Now there you can sit now I know a lot of relationships for real for real who don't who don't post none of their you know situations going on. I know a, I know a couple who really doesn't don't, they don't post really at all. They're happily married. Um they've been together for 5 years. Got married a couple years ago. Couple about a year ago, I believe. And they never post. Love, love, love their relationship. Love their relationship. They never post for real. And if they do post, it's to, it's for them. They're never on social media trying to appeal to everybody. You understand what I'm saying? Relationships nowadays in the social media realm, you now have to appeal to everybody. Have you now seen that when you post your girl or your guy, that's the most liked pictures out of all your pictures, right? That is the most liked pictures. Why? Because niggas and niggas are plotting. Girls are plotting. Are plotting. Everybody is plotting. Because when you get in a relationship on social media, I don't get it, but that is the sexiest thing ever, right? When you are in a relationship on social media, that is the sexiest thing ever. Oh, he, 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 he or she in a relationship. Hell yeah, double tap. Oh, y'all look cute plotting in your head. Come on now. You understand what I'm saying? Plotting in your head. DMing, DMing that person like, oh my God, y'all look so cute. Thank you. No problem. With a kissy face. What? Ah. I think we're doing it wrong, people. I think we're going about this the whole wrong way. And, and, and you can't tell me this is wrong because you see it. You you literally see it. It's it's not as if this is something that is just unnatural. You know what I'm saying? Like this is something that gets seen. Like it really gets seen. Like it is something that when it comes to friendships and relationships and acquaintanceships and um associates, social media will destroy that e- before you even try to bond. <laughs> Social media can destroy all of that. It can, it can destroy all of that. So what I don't understand is why do we let it run us? Why do we let it run our relationships? What is the point? Do you just want an image-based relationship? In our generation nowadays, it looks very image-based. I don't believe it's real until y'all went through some shit. I don't believe it's real until you really went through something. I don't. I don't believe that it's love until you actually show me y'all love each other. Period. And that's real. The day she take food off your plate and you don't get mad, that's love. Just saying. Just saying. And you don't get mad? The day you feed her your food. <laughs> the day she the day she lets you do her hair. <laughs> that's love. The day she lets you let her paint her toe. Listen, because on some wild shit, I would just, I would love my wife one day come home. I got her whole spa laid out, do her massage, you know, pamper her all night. You know what I'm saying? Give her a nice look. But I'm off topic. (laughs) But listen, no, seriously. Social media is not the best way to find and 
perceive what a relationship looks like. I know we have a lot of relationship goal pictures out there. And I know there's a lot of couples, celebrity couples, who are very much relationship goals. Now, when it comes to the, in, in that sense, when couples start posting on you know social media about their relationship and everything, it's more so they talk about it in books. You know what I'm saying? They talk about their lives and their relationship, the past relationship in books. They're very candid. I'm talking to my generation right now. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm low-key talking to everybody. But specifically my generation. Um, in a sense that we need to stop being such image-based queens and kings. Actually, no. Cut that. We need to stop being social media peasants. We need to stop being social media peasantry. We need to stop that. We need to stop the social media peasantry. It needs to quit. It really needs to stop. Because we're only trying to get famous off of social media. And when we get famous, oh, that's it. That's it. We're just trying to get clout. We, we go together because we look good on social media or we just look good together. But have y'all actually been through some trenches type shit yet? Have y'all gotten to a couple arguments that's probably going to, that is literally sitting here testing your relationship? It's a test. God is going to throw a lot of things at you and he wants to see if you guys can actually be compatible. You understand what I'm saying? Can you actually maneuver? Can you sit here and do what you need to do and be in that in that space instead of letting social media run your life. Like I said, you're checking phones because you want to sit here and see what you really don't want to see, but you really want to see it. I know a lot of y'all didn't get that, but if you got that, good. <laughs> you're trying to see what you don't want to see, basically, but you saw it and now you're mad. I tell I tell people like why do you what what you get mad for? You saw what you saw. But he did no. No 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 no. Don't sit here and go through somebody's phone and think that you're not going to find something and then you're like, "Oh, I didn't want to find this, but you found it." You wanted to find something. And that is not healthy. Social media has made our relationship statuses unhealthy. Fucker, I'm taken. Fuck a, um, I'm single. No, damn near most of y'all relationships on, most of y'all relationships are social media based and they are unhealthy. Unhealthy. If you're doing it right, because I would continue to say you're doing it right. If you're doing it right, then it shouldn't be a problem. It should not be a problem. Social media shouldn't even be a problem for you if you're doing it right. If you if you did it the correct way. If you sat here and you're not lying, you're not sitting here, um, you know, just outright being disrespectful. If you are allowing, you know, if you are not allowing social media to control nor derail your, uh, what can I say, derail your shit. Your, your happiness in your relationship, then, then it, it shouldn't be a problem. But I think when we have trust issues and when we have certain type of communication lapses and lack thereof, it, it, 
our our generation's relationship statuses get unhealthy. They get unhealthy and they sit here and, and they spiral. And you wonder why your relationships are just so, we wonder why our relationships are just so out of control. While we're just together for less than a year or six months. We wonder. We need to stay off of social media. Stop allowing social media to perceive your notion about how your relationship is going to be ran. There's a lot of people out there that literally, Twitter, we have, first of all, let me say that all social media platforms, basically Twitter and Facebook, those two preferably are literally notepads on an iPhone. But it literally shares to everybody out, out in the world. It's a big social, it, it is an internet journal. It has become an internet journal, literally, in different ways. Every, both of them have become internet All of these are, are journals, journal entries. And you cannot let somebody else's journal entry derail how you feel about your relationship. Stop looking at social media to cure your happiness when it comes to your relationship. Stop looking at social media to sit here and fuel your fire when you get mad at your significant other. You know how many of y'all sit here and look up uh, various posts about, oh, my man did this or she, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like she ain't shit or he ain't shit. And y'all find posts about that and start posting on your Snapchats and Insta snaps and shit like that. Like y'all are, that's petty and that's in fucking chore. Because how I know, because y'all will be right back together the next day. And that is ridiculous to me. Stop saying, oh, 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 let me say this real quick. If you're going to post that person on social media and y'all try so much y'all will sit here and post 100 pictures of y'all on social media and these are image and this is why I, and this is why I would say this is like a lot of image based relationships y'all will sit here and post 100 pictures of y'all being freaky in the in the mirror Y'all sitting here just, you know, out to dinner, blah, blah, blah. Three months later, all your pictures gone off your Instagram, and it's just you. What? What the? What? Get off Get off of social media, dog. This is why I say. Get off of social media, bruh. Get off of social media. Period. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I don't have a problem. I, I will be the first one to tell you. I definitely have my exes on my social media. I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It it really does not bother me. Why? Because I will tell my next girlfriend, listen, this is my ex. You going to delete her pictures? For what? It's a problem for you? It, it's that big of a problem for you that her picture is there? Like, seriously? Like, it's a picture. Like, yes, we had a moment, but it's a picture, my dog. Like, it's it's not a, it's such a big thing. And that's why I'm saying social media makes the relationships unhealthy. Because now you're worried about so much more shit. It's so unhealthy. So all I'm saying is, please, people, let us make sure that we are using social media in a good way when it comes to relationships, meaning stop using it, period, when it comes to your relationships. Stop sitting here trying to look for something and then getting surprised when you found it. 
because you know you wanted to find something. Stop it. First of all, you need to stop looking for shit. Stop. Because if you're if that that if that's the type of relationship you're trying to go for, you are going to be looking for something that you're you literally want to find. And that is not it. That is not it. And then you're gonna be looking really, really stupid and sad and crying in tears, or you're gonna be mad and angry and storm out the fucking house because you found something that you wanted to find but you didn't think was going to be there that's a level of untrust that you don't have distrust that you don't have in your relationship because of two words and you need to get off of them you need to allow your relationship to grow without social media you need to allow your relationship to flourish without social media hell you need to allow your relationship to falter without social media and you need to let it rise again without social media stop posting all willy-nilly and stop trying to please others and stop trying to be so image based stop trying to get so much clout clout is not no you're when you're a wave chaser i will tell you that because you ain't riding this big you hear me i don't like clout chasing you need to stop that whether you single or you in a relationship stop Stop looking to Twitter and Facebook to cure your problems and face your problems head on in your fucking relationship. Stop sitting here being so fucking immature. Because when you look to social media to cure your relationships, that ain't nothing. But literally telling you the same thing that you're feeling and you're going to still feel the same. That's immature as fuck and you need to figure out your problems within yourself and within your own relationship period point blank and i'm done all right so i want to thank everybody for kicking it with me today um i really do appreciate everybody that listens and tunes in i love you guys um didn't do a blog post this week um because i had some business to take care of but i'll do another uh blog post next week but check out um um Stop playing the victim. Take responsibility. Check that out on my website, www.tyronzahicks.com. And let's see, let's see. For everybody that's coming back to school, happy school season. We are back into the school season. Welcome, welcome back, back, back. Um, To every new freshman that's coming to college, welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) Um, So if you have any questions, any concerns, anything that you would like me to share on the podcast, please go to my website, TaranzaHicks.com and go to the um, Ask Devante um, section at the bottom of the page. Or if you would like to network, go to the website as well. Go to the, uh, the About Devante tab and just click on um, uh, the Let's Network um, tab at the bottom and fill it out. And we can, you know, network next week. So, or net- network next week. But um, we can network soon. Um, so I appreciate y'all. I love you guys. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And yes, understand that life is like riding a bicycle. In order to keep your balance, you got to keep moving forward. So please continue to keep moving forward, even when it looks dim. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, that's it. You know, I had a lot of rant and raves today. But I hope y'all got the message. I hope y'all got the message. Just allow, just stop allowing social media to come into your life and faltering and just hindering what you have built. You understand what I'm saying? It, it, or if you're building, you know, don't let that, don't let this one little, this this one tiny little 
speck of nothing that is low-key big in our society try to deter you from your own path and your own relationships. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And we will be back next week, man. Love y'all. Peace.